Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! MVP time! Windy City Assassin does it again! Once again, the Bulls beat a good team, or at least one team I think is good despite their record. But inconsistencies is still a thing, but they're going to Paris this week, so that's fun. We're going to, I don't speak French, but we're going to talk about, you know, the trip to France and Nikola Vucevic having the game of his life at a really good time. On today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag, I am your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bull and Tennessee Vol, CJ Watson. CJ Vooch had himself a game. Finally, we've got something good to talk about. Yeah, Vooch played great, man. Like you said, one of the best games of his career, I'm sure. And uh, I'm sure he's just, you know, riding high right now and wants to continue that uh, um, good performance. You know, he tied his career high, which he set against the Bulls about a month before he got traded. But <laughs> we're going to not talk about that performance. We're going to talk about the 43 points he put up against the Warriors. In addition to previewing this trip to France, which, I mean, they're cool. They're going to Paris. Actually, they're in Paris now as we record this. they took. I think they took a red eye Sunday night, at least based on the pictures I saw from like Chuck Swirsky and all that. But before we get to any of this, I have to tell you about our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. Basketball is back, and BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You will always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It is always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. Whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf, NFL playoffs are in full swing. There's a, fu- a bunch of fun NFL draft futures as well. Also, there's a fun NBA special. Only at Online. how will LeBron James break the all-time NBA points record? A two-point shot is minus 275. A free throw is plus 325. And a three-point shot is plus 525. That feels inevitable that he's going to break the all-time scoring record. If you want to bet on how he does it, go to Bet Online. And receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline. It's where the game starts. And don't forget, we have an official shop of the network, shop.believe.com. An official shirt of this show, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, available exclusively at the Believe Shop. The guys are putting out a bunch of great stuff. I'm telling you, it's really, really nice stuff. I mean, I got the hat I always wear on here. The t-shirt is really nice. The official shirt of our program is Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. The link's in my Twitter bio. I promise it is actually there now. So Nikola Vucevic, how about that? You know, notice the Vooch haters are pretty quiet after he dropped 43 (laughs) points on the Warriors en route to a 132-118 win at the United Center. The Warriors, man, they're bad on the road. But, Hmm. I mean, the Bulls have lost to bad road teams. Hello, Houston. So it helps that Vooch had himself a game, and I think it came at a really good time with DeMar still out with the injury. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, like I say, anytime you get to win in this league and when one of your best players has uh, one of the best games of his career, it's always a good thing. Um, everyone played well. The bench was playing great. Um, they guarded the three-point line fairly decent, I guess you can About say. time. In, in a way, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, it was a great, it was a great win just to uh, start their, um, their trip on to Paris. You know, when it comes to guarding the three-point line against Golden State, 
I think if you do even a decent job, you do a good job. Cause right. I mean that the way they space the floor with the amount of threes they shoot, Steph did play in this game. He was three for 10. Clay was eight for 15, but number eight, scary, but eight for 15, they held 41.2% from beyond the arc to me with the way they've defended the three this year or haven't defended three this year. I thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I can say this. They did definitely did a good job when you can have some of their best shooters, you know, um, contained a little bit. Um, like Steph didn't really go off. I think his shoulder still looks like it's bothering him a little bit, but um, Jordan Poole uh, was kind of contained a little bit. Um, like I said, our, our bench played well. Kobe White came in, knocked some big, big shots down, and even got to see Dalen Terry in the game. So that's a plus for us. Thank goodness Dalen Terry got <laughs> in the game. And he had that bucket at the end. I, I love right. the mentality of, Screw it! It's garbage time in the game. I'm gonna right. go. I'm gonna go to the bu- go to the basket and make one. And he did. Like I, w- I want to see him get meaningful minutes. I mean, we've been calling for that all year. Yeah. And I, I mean, when you allow 118 points, usually that's not a great recipe for victory. But when you play a team like Golden State, if you struggle on defense, you just gotta score. And the Bulls yeah. did a pretty good job of that, dropping 132 points. Even I say again, without Demar Derozan, who's still dealing with the quad injury, the hope is that he'll be back against the Pistons. I think he said something Monday morning that. He will play. They went through their get the blood flowing practice as soon as they landed. And I think he's going to be good to go. So this team could, you know, if he jumps in, they're firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Finally, please put something together. Yeah. yeah. Finally, you know, get on a win streak, you know, three, four five game win streak and get everyone back and healthy. That's the thing. That's the big thing just for the Bulls is to get everyone back healthy. Everyone playing well. Um, everyone's playing well right now. So adding DeMar back into this uh, situation will be be a plus. And I want to be clear. When I say go on a winning streak, don't do one of these three-game winning streaks, three-game losing streaks. No. Right. <laughs> get on a win streak. If you lose a game, keep it to one game. Like Get get on a streak. Enough with the inconsistency. <clears throat> the roller coaster is continuing because they lost to the Thunder again. And I think the Thunder are... They're a good team. They're just... They're yep. young. They're scrappy. They're going to be... They're going to beat teams like the Bulls who can't play defense. But... Yeah. You play Golden State and you rise to the occasion. I'm I, every freaking show. I'm yelling at them about playing down to their opponents, and that I love that Vooch had this type of game. Now I'm not asking him to go drop 40 points every game. I mean, nobody does it. Well, my Michael Jordan could, but that's a different <laughs> conversation. But you know, if, if Vooch and Zach can play like this all the time, and you add Demar in, I think you could be looking at something good. It'd be at a good time. You got 10 games before the trade deadline. Yeah, for sure. And then I'm sure none of these players want to get traded. No one wants to move in the middle of the season, you know, and move their families also. So I think these guys are very uh, aware of that. So they want to play well. They want to, you know, stay in Chicago. And I'm sure everyone loves the city and the fan base. Uh, just got to win some more. They got to be more productive on the floor. And uh, that'll get you, you know, you know, uh, better better views and, and more more uh, exposure for your fans. And I think the thing that stands out about Vooch's scoring performance, and I mean, admittedly, I didn't get to watch much of the game. It was my my cousin's son's third birthday. So he, <laughs> I'm Uncle Nick. So, I mean, had we had to go for a little Oscar. So I was kind of watching through Gamecast and all that. I caught a little bit on my YouTube TV as I was sitting there watching on my phone shamelessly. But it seems like they playing through Vooch works out because he can score <clears throat> like he can. He was nailing threes like crazy. I think he had 18 points in the first half or something like play through Vooch. We've been calling for it all year. And that's good things happen when you can make an entry pass too. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, Vooch is just showing you all the aspects of his game, you know, shooting threes, uh, mid range, posting up, you know, passing the ball also rebounding, which he does probably one of the best rebounds in the league so far. So I think uh, he's just giving you everything that he, that he can do. And uh, that's great when they can play through him. 
he rolls out of bed, he gets a double double. I mean, you right. can get that <laughs> game in, game out. He's going to give you a double double. If it's yeah. rare that he doesn't, but yeah. that part of his game is essential because you need the rebounding aspect. I wish I did more on the on the offensive glass instead of allowing offensive boards. But I mean, he can pass, he can shoot, he can rebound, play through him, and that's why my biggest need at the deadline is a point guard just to make that entry pass and get him more integrated in the game. And maybe we can have the conversation about what to do with him this offseason instead of me sitting here saying trade him because he's on an expiring contract. Yeah, for sure. When you can play through Vooch and start your offense through him, uh, he can get you some buckets in the post or from the mid-range or three-point area. That just opens up everything for everyone else, uh, makes everyone else's game more easier. Driving lanes are opening up more more efficiently and uh, open three-point shots. And like I said, Vooch can pass. Uh, I'm very, I, I know for sure because I played with him. <laughs> he's passed me a lot of balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that you know better than anybody, like what that can do when you can effectively play through him. This is what happens. Like yeah, good yeah. things happen. Yeah, great things happen. Like I said, when you can start your start your offense through the post player and uh, you can get you some easy buckets. And uh, like I said, it just opens up everything else for everyone else. You know, we talk about the need for a point guard with Lonzo still out. With, maybe he's coming back this year. Maybe he's not. Like you've got to just think both ways. So I'm going to plan he's not. Right. You played the point guard position. Let's say you don't have a point guard like you do now on the Bulls, but you've got Vooch who can be a point center. What yeah. does that do for the offseason or for the offense? Excuse me. Uh, you just got to play point guard by committee. You know, uh, Zach Levine is going to have to bring it up some tomorrow. Um, Vooch can bring it up and start your offense through him. So uh, it's going to be, like I said, point guard by committee and everyone's going to have to put a little effort into it. So I uh, can't just put it on one guy because, uh, you know, Zach playing point guard takes away from his scoring ability. So we always want him being aggressive and shooting those threes and getting to the basket. And I, th- I mean, we've talked about it too. <clears throat> Goran Dragic as a point guard. Not sure he fits that true point guard model. He can make the pass, but he, right. he doesn't. I don't. I don't know how best to put it. He's not the answer, is what I'm trying to say. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I, just, I think it just has to be point guard by committee. Um, a little IO throw IO in there. Uh, like I said, Kobe might want to have to bring it up sometimes and, and start the offense. But like I said, just got to be by committee and, and try to get it done. Or you can make a move at the deadline. Like I mean, there, I don't know who's <laughs> available right now. You. Trey Young could ask out, but you're not going to get Trey Young. Like that's right. that's shooting for the moon, and you're going to overpay for a guy like that. Like right. that's not what you want right now. But yeah. I mean, ten games left until the deadline. There's going to be a lot of clarity here. But they're also four games under 500. They're still clinging onto that 10 seed. They're hovering yeah. around there, nine to 11, that range there. The inconsistency. We all year we're now past the halfway point. They still haven't figured it out. Is this fixable with the current roster? I mean, I think so. Uh, like I said, I think they've learned, hopefully they've learned through their ups and downs of this season and no one can, you know, be better than, than this team, this roster right here than to turn it around and, you know, and shock a lot of people. So I think they can turn around. I have faith in them. Um, you just have to approve it on the court. I mean, it just goes back to a move feels like it has to be made, but there's yep. reporting out there that they might not be active at the deadline. So if you're sold on this roster, Without your point guard, I mean, that's it. That is a big disclaimer. I don't want to use it as a crutch. Like, oh, they're four games under 500 because they don't have their point guard. No, I'm going to acknowledge they don't have their point guard, but that's not the whole reason they're four games under 500. Everybody else needs to step up. And it just seems like with DeMar out, Zach has stepped up. But, I mean, they they still lost to Washington. They lost to Oklahoma City. And then you turn around and be Golden State. That's what makes it so maddening. Like, yeah. Pick a lane. <laughs> Please. Yeah, yeah. It's very frustrating when you beat the the good teams and you lose to the bad teams. But like I said, any team in this league can beat you any given night. And uh, just without a point guard, it's going to put a lot more pressure on Zach, on DeMar, on Vooch, on, on guys on the bench to step up and play 
near to perfect every night for us to to win games and and win a series. You know, I think this Paris trip is coming at a good time. And this is something I I asked you before we started, if you've gone on one of these and you did. So I want to, I want to pick your brain here because the bulls are spending the week in France. They're playing the Pistons on Thursday. They are there as of Monday. So they're, I mean, they're getting the full experience now. I mean, I've never, I've never been over there. So I don't know what the full Paris experience is besides, (laughs) you know, the food and maybe some wine, but I've just seen, I've seen Ratatouille enough times. I can put it together, (laughs) but you know, these international trips, you hear about it at like the college level, what it does for team building. I know we're 44 games into this season. I should not be talking about team building here, but these types of trips from your experience, what can that do in the long term? Uh, just team bonding. Uh, you're probably going to eat a lot of team dinners together, breakfast, all that kind of stuff. Um, your wife or girlfriend might come. So uh, it'll be a lot of time to spend with the team. And no matter if it's in the beginning of the season, middle of the season, um, these team bonding trips can help turn the team around, like I said. So you're going to spend a lot of time together. It's a long flight, I'm sure. So it's going to be, you know, guys just, you know, hanging out, you know, watching movies, sleeping, things of that nature. But it's definitely going to be a lot of team chemistry uh, bonding sessions where these guys can get together, you know, and, and figure out things about each other that they didn't know previously. The issues we talk about with this team, they're obviously on the court issues. I mean, they're not yeah. they're not performing, but we've right. talked at length about playing for each other and maybe a chemistry thing. Mm-hmm. This is a good way to fix that, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. This helps a lot. Like I said, it's going to be they'll probably go on like tours or excursions, you know, do some fun things together. Maybe even see the Eiffel Tower, I'm sure. Uh, so I'm sure like a lot of these things, they can put their trust in their teammates and hopefully that, uh, you know, um, accumulate to the court. When did you take your international trip? Was that college or in the pros? Uh, college, we went to Maui once and we went to Dominican Republic, which are both fun, uh, great places to go and, uh, even better places to visit. <laughs> and then I'm we sure went Maui to, be fun. yeah, Maui is fun. And then we went to, um, Brazil when I was with the magic, uh, went to Philippines with the Pacers and the Warriors went to China. So I went to pretty much, you know, basketball's taking me around the world for free and it's been great. <laughs> so it's basically where in the world is CJ Watson, but like pretty much, yeah, yeah. pretty much what it's been here. So right. you you've done this with multiple teams. So you know that these trips are never the same. Like there, yeah. There's going to be different stuff you can experience. Like some of these guys, I mean, I'm not going to go off the top of my head and say, Oh, I know DeMar's gone here and here. I know Caruso has right. gone here and here. Like, I don't know that, but I mean, these guys have been in the league long enough. They played with different players. That's why I think the inconsistencies here, Team bonding and chemistry could be huge. And that's why I think this is a good time to be going on a trip to Europe. Yeah, especially with the the situation the 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 Bulls have this year, you know, the ups and downs. Hopefully they can be um a little more on pace and unfocused uh, with a trip like this, like I said. And like I said, it just makes everyone get to know each other a little bit better. And then is there anything that goes into when you play the game itself that you're on an international stage, like you're playing in front of French people instead of Americans who already know who you are? Yeah, it's a little different, uh, especially with the time change, I think is the biggest thing. Uh, I could never sleep when I went overseas. But I was be up late and uh, couldn't sleep during the day or whatever when I needed to sleep to get rest for the game. But I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, the fans is always it's going to be the fans good playing in front of people, letting people see your talents and stuff like that. But I think the biggest thing is just the time change. And I think especially like with the Bulls, when we talk about the international stage, you think international if you watch the last dance, which is a yeah. straight show, I'm bringing up the last dance. But mm-hmm. when they played overseas in the 90s, the Bulls were the international team. Michael Jordan played a big role yeah. in making the NBA an international game. So this is the Chicago Bulls. There are people who are going to know, oh, hey, Michael Jordan played for the Bulls. Now this is yeah. now, you want to feel old? This is about 30 years ago now. Right. But, I mean, there's still that, the, the Bulls are still a name because they had the greatest of all time on the team. So to me, yeah. that adds another layer to this trip. And they're playing the Pistons, which I don't, 
I know over here, the Bulls Pistons stuff right. in the 80s and 90s is a big thing. So, yeah. like, to me, this is a really cool trip. Yeah, it's going to be a big game. Like I said, the Bulls are worldwide. Everyone knows them because of all the championships and the, the greatness of Michael Jordan and all those teams they had in players. So, I think uh, it's going to be great uh, for the fans to get out there and see it. And like I said, just to play in front of any kind of fans is always a great thing as an NBA player. And I just go back to the off-the-court stuff. It's going to be the biggest difference i think i'm hoping we see a different team when they come back stateside just from a chemistry and all the drama you've heard about oh zach and damar aren't getting along zach's questioning his role damar's getting the shots like i'm hoping we can start seeing more chemistry on the court yeah i hope so too like i said this trip is going to be great for them uh on the court and off the court so hopefully they can take heed to it and really embrace it and uh you know just uh live in the moment and, uh, and just have fun we oui, we oui. That's all the crunch I got. Besides, 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 I got bonjour, I got wee wee, and I got a well, cuss words don't technically count as French, but I mean, that's the that is the extent of it. I mean, I I took Spanish in college, I didn't take French, right? I mean, I I got nothing there, but I mean, they play Thursday, the tip off is at 2 30 in the afternoon. That's really weird, 2 30 in the afternoon on a Thursday, but I mean, I'm hoping it's a good game. I'm hoping they can, you know, beat the Pistons, the the very shorthanded Pistons team on an international stage like this, and You know, I, once they get back, I'm very curious to see how things are in the locker room and all that. Once yeah. you said the team dinners and the trips, and it sounds like a lot of fun. No, definitely a lot of fun. Like I said, definitely you want to win this game because it's going to be a long flight back. You don't want to take that long flight back and be pissed and be mad that you lost right. or gave one away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's the other thing, too. When I talk about the off the court, they still got a game to play. Like, right. This is all, sure. It's all well and good that they get to go see all the all these things. You still got a game to play against an Eastern Conference opponent, no less. And a team that there's, I mean, the rivalry, I think you've got fans that still don't like the Pistons because of Isaiah yeah. and Lambeer. And you know, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't even around that, and I don't like the Pistons because of Isaiah right. and Lambeer. <laughs> like, I mean, I just know it from, you know, talking to my parents and all that. But, I mean, I hope right. it's a good game. The opportunity is my word. The opportunity is yep. there. Go, go make a statement and have fun is the big thing. Yeah, just just win the game, you know, and it still counts towards your standings and you're still trying to get on a winning streak and keep that winning streak going. And uh, what better way to get a win and against a quality opponent, but don't play down to the competition. Exactly. Build out this Warriors game. You need to put up 132 points against the Warriors for crying out right. loud. You got a big, you a big game from Vucevic. Right. right. Like build off that and, you know, hopefully – hopefully going overseas will get them away from some of these trade rumors that are coming up. Like, I mean, we, it, I've, I've said in the days, lead, in the weeks leading up to the deadline, we're going to talk about some rumors and Joe Cowley at the sun times, who's really dialed in. He, he has a lot of sources and he's usually right. Like it's yeah. usually <laughs> at first, at first you hear it, You're like, Oh wow. He, what, what's he talking about? And he's like, wow, he had it early. Like right. he put out a story the other day that said it could be a quiet deadline. Like the bulls might be quiet and, might not make a lot of noise at the deadline, might not make a lot of moves. And, you know, I asked you early if you think this team can win with the current roster makeup. So would, would a silent deadline be a good thing? Um, I don't think it would shock me. Uh, I think it would be, like I said, uh, it'd be, might be a good thing. Like I said, I think this team could compete. Obviously they're beating the best teams, also lost to the worst teams, but I think that with them focused in, uh, in a series, I think they can give anyone a run for the money and even potentially win the series. I agree. And I mean, you got to get there first. Like, I mean, right. quit. I don't, I don't like the, the teetering on the 10 seed like this. And when I say yeah, teetering, I mean, they're, they're 10, they're 11, they're 10. Like if they can be, cause I mean, my expectation before the year, I, I, I said they were going to be a play in team and there yeah. were other teams I thought would be better, but you know, if they can be that seven or eight seed, even then you okay. You cement yourself, go win the play in tournament and get yourself into the playoffs. Like 
I think that's a good, I think that'd be a good thing if you can win with this roster. I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe you get Lonzo back. Who knows? Maybe you get the bonus. Yeah. And that could be like the, just uh, the, the boost of energy they need to, to really push them over the hump uh, in, in the end of the season or, you know, part of the season, or whatever, whenever he comes back. But I think that would be great for them. Cause we had just passed one year since I went to Las Vegas. Oh, also Lonzo got hurt as I was on the flight, but mm. you know, that, that mean, we were talking about that Sunday night. I was talking with, with the group I went with. We're like, Hey, yeah. we were talking about Lonzo and all that. And I'm like, Hey, you remember when we were getting on the flight and Zach got hurt and we landed and Lonzo got hurt. Like, I mean, they, we actually, we remember watching the game at the airport. So we right. on a year now without Lonzo ball. And I mean, you've seen what this team is without him. So maybe you get him back. I just saw that there's hope that right. I mean, he was, he posted a video of himself dunking. Like, I mean, I mean, I know Billy said it's still kind of a slow process, but the fact that he's dunking now is a good sign. Now, yeah. don't give me that kind of hope, but right, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you can get him back whenever you can. Like I said, hopefully, he's you know working hard and trying to get back to and uh, come back this season because he's definitely needed, and they can be really turn things around with him in the roster. I always go to the scene with Hawkeye in Endgame when he says, "Don't give hmm. me hope." Don't right. give me hope that Lonzo's coming back. Like I, right. I'm trying to. I've been trying all year to get myself in the mentality of he's not coming back. So right. if he does, I'm going to be sitting here going, Oh no, I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know, I, I still think a point guard would be good to add at the deadline. Like even if it's just relegated to a backup when Lonzo comes, but right. if he comes, when he comes back, if he comes back, whatever, that's why the wild card here in all of these conversations. And we've dropped his name a few times when we talk about how well the bulls are playing. Kobe white is a wild yeah. card trade piece and Casey Johnson's reporter. He's come up in trade talks. The Bulls have had offers in the past for him. To me, he's the one I'm watching the most once February 9th comes around. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cause if they lose him, that's a, a big three point threat they're losing. Uh, and Bulls are already not a great three, three point shooting team. So that would, that would hurt a lot, but hopefully if they do lose him, they get something in return for him. So um, hopefully they don't. And uh, you know, and he stays on and continue to knock those threes down. A name I've heard, just you know, the rumors on Twitter, people speculating. You, you talk about the Rockets and the Rockets, young team, good pieces. One guy who isn't exactly young, but I think could benefit this Bulls team is Eric Gordon. Yeah. He's not a he's not your point guard that you're looking for, but right. he's your three point threat. I mean, the guy can the guy makes threes like crazy. I mean, he always yeah. has. So yeah. that could be a name to monitor. But I don't know if you give up Kobe White for a guy like Eric Gordon. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to trade uh, age for youth. Um, so I think, like I said, uh, they're definitely both great three-point shooters. Uh, Eric Golden has been a, a great vet in this league, um, but it, de- it definitely would help. But uh, I think I, I would stick with Kobe White. And the thing that's surprising me the most, and we're recording this on January 16th. We are, I, I think, are we exactly three weeks from the deadline? We're close enough to it. No, we're not exactly three weeks. That's Thursday. Wrong day of the week. I knew it was <laughs> one of the days we record is the deadline, right? But, yeah. you know, we're all, we're three and a half weeks away from the deadline. I joked last week that there was a trade. Noah Vonley got traded and then waived right away. There's been nothing. I yeah, mean, yeah. Absolutely nothing on the trade front. And that, I mean, it shouldn't be too surprising. We're still mid January, but 10 games before the deadline, I expected to hear some scuttle, some, you know, reporting that something's being worked on. Right. There's been nothing out there. Yeah, you usually hear like rumors uh, here and there, even the craziest rumors you still hear. But now it's been really been nothing. I think it's going to be that last week uh, where we hear things you know, uh, in the deadline and things may happen, things may not happen. But I think it's going to be a solid, not too many spectacular trades this this uh, this uh, uh, trade season. Yeah, the team to watch is Atlanta, obviously, just with 
the GM change and the rumors going around about Nate McMillan, Trey Young potentially wanting out. I think Atlanta's got some good pieces if they do a sell-off. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they've got some dudes down there. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich is a name that I really like. Yeah, but, for sure. You know, we're going to wait and see. I'm just surprised. It, it feels too quiet in yeah. a way. Like, I mean, you say you expect like Scary, a quieter yeah. deadline, <laughs> but it, you're looking around, you're like, wait a minute there's nothing i feel like in uh in, in the office when they're when they're uh parkour whatever it is when they're put the handguns and you're sitting there waiting for someone to make a move i'm just like right someone's gonna do something or are something, you messing yeah, with yeah. us here like it's when we're waiting for the friday news dump too at work we're like okay wait a minute it's friday at five o'clock nothing's going on that's right <laughs> very very scary like i said i think it's going to be something crazy like the week of or a couple of days before where it's going to really uh, be breaking news or whatever and I mean, the example I go back to ev- almost every day when I talk about this stuff, we did not hear the Bulls connected to Nikola Lovucevic until it happened. You never know what's going to happen February yeah. 9th. I think it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I love any MLB trade deadline, NFL trade deadline, NBA, like MLB and NBA are the two most drama, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like those are the two that I'm like, okay, I'm excited for this day. And the MLB trade deadline used to be on my birthday, but they moved it. So, <laughs> but you know, this could, it could be fun, but I could also see a world where it's pretty quiet and just some minor moves, depending on what happens with the Bulls, because that's a team everybody's watching. But if they're going to be quiet, who knows? Yeah. And who knows what's going on in these front offices, you know, the talk that they're having and the decisions that they're going to make or trying to make. So I think only people that know that are the ones in that room and none of them are probably really talking because they don't want the next uh, team to know what they're doing. So it's kind of like a chess move. So we got to just wait and be patient. <laughs> right. It, feel, it feels like a poker game too. You try not to show your hand. That's why, right. that's why whenever I play poker, I lose. Um, I'm hmm. not, I cannot tell you, I don't think I've ever made money on a poker game. All the like, <laughs> five times I've ever played for money. Cause I never do <laughs> for right. that very reason. <laughs> uh, you know, look at the schedule this week. You've got the Pistons on Thursday in Paris, actually tip off. It says on ESPN is at two, not two 30, two o'clock tip off uh, ESPN list to Rosen is out, but that doesn't seem accurate. Um, I think tomorrow's going to play. There's hope that he's going to play, but you know, go, go win a game in Paris, build some team chemistry, come back. You've got Atlanta, Indiana, Charlotte, Orlando. I mean, it's still, on paper, you'd think they'd win some of these games, but who knows? I'm just going to roll the dice and see what happens, or I'll flip a coin right. and see if they're going to win a game. Right, yeah. It's going to be good. Like I said, just got to get on the win streak. Like you said, three, four. Uh, if they lose one game, just keep it to one game and get back on a win streak. Don't pile these losses up in a row because that's going to put you in a hole. Yeah, none of these three-game win streak, three-game losing streak. I mean, that's what they just stopped with the Warriors game was another losing streak. So right. get something rolling and build some chemistry. Hopefully this yeah. thing turns around quick. I, I say again, this trip's coming at a perfect time, but yeah. we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's show. Actually this week's show, because we're not doing another show on Friday. I'm going to be out of town. There no show later this week. We're going to come back here next Tuesday for the next recording. And well, we're going to drop the next episode on Tuesday here on believe in bulls on the believe network presented by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code B L E A V. There's a lot of fun, special bets that you can put at bet online. There's so much going on over there and buy our shirt. Jordan Pippen, 98, the last dance shop.believe.com. CJ, another fun show talking about a win and a good performance from Boot. This this makes me happy when this happens. Hopefully we get another good one to talk about next week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's always good. Let's go, Vooch. Another big game. Yeah, I want Vooch to have a big game every game. He right. made that the statue. <laughs> we'll right. see everybody back here next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.